and shine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, friends. You are waking up with Rick and Carly. Powered by Bymart. The show starts now. Good morning. Hopefully you're you're feeling good. I've got this terrible thing going on where I wake up half an hour before my alarm goes off to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on here? Why can't I wake up like two hours before the used alarm? used to be back when we had Snuggles a couple years back. Oh, he was the one that oh. would wake up about a half hour and it was his fault. It was <laughs> crazy. He did that on purpose. You know that. He had an internal clock. And well, whose fault is it now? The call of nature. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's, it's God's fault. Anyway, I'm a little tired this You're morning. blaming God? Oh, gosh. Now you're making me God sound bad. God doesn't do anything wrong, Carly. That's true. It's just my body. It's my aging body. Uh, I have a question for you. Sure. Do, do you ever create like a to-do list? Yeah. Yeah, like sometimes it's a, a mental to-do list. Or sure. sometimes I'll jot it down if there's too many mm-hmm. things that I need to do. Yeah. Do you ever put something you've already done on that to-do list just so you can check it off <laughs> and feel accomplished. Are people doing that? Yes. No. Yes. 10,000 Americans were asked if they do that. 43% said yes. Half, almost half almost of people half. are putting items on their to-do list that they've already done just so they can cross it off and yes. look cool. Yes. No way. Yes, they're probably bragging to their spouse, like, look, look at look at what I did. <laughs> they hang it up on the refrigerator. Yeah. Feels so accomplished. I'm gonna start doing that with like ten different items. Yeah. You know? And that way the things that I haven't accomplished, uh-huh. it's like, well, look at all the th- stuff I did, exactly. sweetie. Exactly. Right? I'm yeah. I'm exhausted. I need to go watch some football. <laughs> nice play. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed, Rick, but our master bath toilet is disgusting. <laughs> Been a I long did, time since I, I did a uh, soft clean on it yesterday. No, you didn't. You know what a soft clean is? What? You just take some tissues and just kind of go Ew, around parts of it and disgusting. just kind of. Because I noticed that it was getting gross. It's really bad. Yeah. Cleaning the toilet is among the most boring <laughs> chores that we avoid around the house. I don't know, boring. It's the one chore nobody wants to do. No one wants to do it. Yeah. Uh, 2,000 people were asked to name the most mundane chore they could think of. Here's what made the top 10. Okay. Ironing. I don't even know why we own an iron because I don't do it. I'm bad at it. I, I just can't too. figure it out. I need to watch a YouTube video or something. If I see a clothing item that I like and then I think, mm, I like it, but I'll have to iron it, I don't get it. You know what I do? What? I throw it in the dryer. I do too. Yep. That's what I do. Exactly. That's kind of a guy thing to do, but some of the ladies follow a... I do it too. <laughs> Spray it down a little bit, throw it in the dryer, good enough. I don't even spray it down. Oh, you don't even do that. That helps. Uh, Does that help? Yeah. Dusting. I hate dusting with a passion, especially the blinds. It's so, so bad. That is a boring chore, isn't it? Have you ever done it? Ever? I watch you do it. (laughs) That's boring. Just Mm -hmm. watching you do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Changing your sheets. There's something about it that you're just, you dread it. It's like, it's nice when it's all done, when they come back and they're clean. It's a whole process for us. It's not just the sheets. It's the sheets. And And then then we have a duvet cover. 
and pillowcases. Yeah. We've What's been, a duvet cover? I don't even know what that is. A duvet cover is that what is goes that, over our blanket? Yeah, that has been oh. sitting in the corner for like a month because we're too lazy to put it, it takes, on the bed. It takes two people to put that thing on. Exactly. It's, yeah, that's too hard. That's too difficult. That's a big process. How often are we supposed to be cleaning the sheets? Every week. Every week. Yeah. I think we're falling short just a little, little bit. A little bit. We need to work on that. Washing the windows makes yeah. the cut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really never wash our windows unless a bird poops on one of Are our you're windows. You're talking about the outside of the window? Yeah, the outside of the window. Yeah. Then I'll scrub it. But other than that, I'm you like, You bought eh. that extended squeegee I thing. know. I had good intentions, but I just- Use it. You use it. <laughs> Don't tell me to use it. You know I hate this one. Cleaning out the fridge. Just hate it. You don't even hate it. You just don't do it. I did it over the weekend a little bit. You did? Yeah, I mean, I at least wow. got rid of the totally expired Tupperware uh-huh. items. I never do it. Be- I would do that because I mm-hmm. I do stuff in the kitchen. I like doing dishes every once in a while. I feel like my dishes man has not been around No, I lately. know. I've been slacking a little bit lately. Um the fridge I would attack, but I'm afraid to because I never know what I'm throwing out if it's that's good or bad or no. That's just not. Just ask me. I'm being honest. Just have me nearby. You're not there Say, at that time usually. You're mm-hmm. off picking up kids at school right. or life right. gets in the way. Right when you were going to clean out the fridge, <laughs> you just happened to not be around. Right. Yeah. How unfortunate. Yeah. Vacuuming. Mm-hmm. Mundane chore that we just don't love to do. I haven't vacuumed in like two weeks. If they ever come up with a great vacuum where you don't need a cord, a cordless, fantastic they do vacuum. Have those. How much are they? They're too much, right? Yeah. They or cost we could get much. one of those Roombas, which are also nah, those expensive. don't work. Those are garbage. Are they? Yeah, they don't do okay. anything. One more, and I actually like this chore. It's my favorite chore. Mm-hmm. Folding laundry. The you reason do? I like it is I can turn on a show and yeah. fold laundry while watching TV. I hate folding laundry. I'll fold your laundry if I can sit on the floor. I'm I'm not going to have you fold my laundry. (laughs) This is Deal Breakers with Rick and Carly in the morning. Mike's wife, Carrie, feeds... Oh, boy, I can can relate to this. What? So, Mike, she feeds your dog better food than she feeds you? Yeah, and I'm really sick of it. It's like... (laughs) I don't do that. Like, you have no idea, like... Oh, hey. Like, makes meals. Yeah, I'm married to somebody who is, no. is dog crazy. Okay, I might be a little bit dog crazy, but I am assuming that Mike's exaggerating a little bit here. I doubt it. I think he's telling the truth. I'm totally not. Really, like, she gives him, like, fillets. Like, she, she's <laughs> wow. the and she feeds me. Like, oh. I'm not joking. She, like, fresh vegetables, wow. premium cuts of meat. No joke. She, like... My gosh. Sorry, rather bad than she feeds me. <laughs> okay, so you're standing your ground now. You're going to say, no more. I want the same food that, what's your dog's name? Clover. Clover. You want the same food that Clover's getting, or even better, At right? At least. Yes. Okay. okay. Oh. Hi, Carrie. Uh, how are you this morning? I'm good. Who is that? It's Rick and Carly in the morning. We 
do a morning show on the radio. So you're you're actually on the radio right now. We're a now. very dog-friendly morning show. Yes, we are. We heard about Clover, <laughs> little Clover. You love that little guy, don't you? Oh, yeah. 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 No, dogs are the best. We actually just got a a puppy. Yeah. Anyway. Aw. Yeah. Yeah. So. We're going to feed him lots of really good food. Do you feed Clover pretty good? I do. Good. Good, good. It's important. So, uh, the reason we're calling you, Carrie, is... Well, it actually has to do with Clover. Your husband, Mike, reached out to us, and there's something that he would like to talk to you about. So he's on the line as well. Hey, sweetie. Hey. Hi. Um, I know this is super awkward and really weird, but um, and I know you know this bothers me, and we've talked about it, but um, I'm very serious. Um, Clover needs to eat like a dog uh, and not like a human. And we, you and I, need to stop eating TV dinners and frozen meals and more along the lines of what you're feeding our dog. Mike, Clover is 13. I'm trying to help her live as long of a life as possible. Our vet suggested I make her homemade dog food, so that's what I'm doing. You don't want to see Clover die. He says you're no. you're making Clover like steak and, and stuff like that. Are you giving him that? Premium cuts of meat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But- Oh, you are? Yeah. You are? Yeah. And then... I do. I am. Okay. Because I'm going to give our dog, our little baby, yeah. the best life possible. Sure. And I, I mean, I have heard fresh is best. Don't... Can't you see, though, where your husband's coming from, where Clover's getting a nice big steak, and he's got a, a frozen TV dinner that he's got to shove into the microwave? She got a steak for her birthday. Okay, so that's a special occasion. That's a special thing. Oh, so Mike, maybe you were exaggerating. Like, I get that. I get that. But, like, you're giving her organic chicken and, like, fresh-grown organic vegetables. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen you give her a beef tenderloin. I haven't had a beef tenderloin in years because they're expensive, but you'll just give that to our dog? I mean, what is that about? Once again, Mike, the tenderloin was for her birthday. Come Mm -hmm. on, Mike. <laughs> wow. Maybe wow. May, special occasion. Maybe if you get down on your hands and knees and <laughs> eat it out of uh, oh, Clover's uh, doggy bowl. That's not what this is about. That might be what he has to do. To get, I hate to say this. Deal. I don't think he's going to do that at all. Je- Mike, you know, I feel like you're just jealous of Clover and that your insecurities are coming out. Yeah. Of course I'm jealous. I am jealous. I just want someone to love me and feed me as much as you feed and love her. I mean, yeah. you should love do. me and take care of me like that, right, Carrie? I do love you. Clearly. But mm-hmm. Clover's life, it's, it's going to end a whole lot sooner than yours is, Mike. Oh. And you know what? Wow. If you want to eat like that, go ahead and watch Food Network and make your own food. Wow. Well, this certainly backfired. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Mike. Wow. I don't think we're getting anywhere with this. Hey, Carrie, quick question. If when Clover does pass away, oh, let's not even God talk rest about her that. Soul, don't talk about that. Will Mike get the good stuff after oh. that? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just asking Mike, questions. I don't I'm know. I'm with Carrie. Mike can make his own meals. <laughs> He's a big boy. Deal breakers. Guys, what would you do to get rid of your jelly belly? I've been trying Ooh. to do that lately. Yeah, and you've gotten rid of a lot, but that is your trouble spot. I still got more. Okay. Got more to go, baby. <laughs>
<laughs> shaking my belly fat right now. Yeah. A one in three men say they'd give up watching football to remove belly fat. No. Wow. I have a hard time believing that. I wonder if that's for like their whole life or yeah, like, like one season. game. Oh, yeah. One, <laughs> one game. Okay. I give up watching. Well, one Sunday. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, here's some other things that guys say they would do to get rid of that belly fat. That's our problem area. For the yep. ladies, it's usually other areas. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody's different. Yeah, some women have the belly fat problem. Like, I'll go to the gym and see some guys that you can tell they're rocking, but that area right mm-hmm. there is hard. Yeah. It's a difficult area. So Alan Gillis says he would give up exercise. Oh, wow. What a sacrifice. <laughs> I'd give it up too. I didn't even, re- I'm looking at that and I'm like, is that like reverse, uh, what, what's going reverse on with psychology. that? Reverse yeah. psychology, yeah. Chris Bentley says, I would go to church and I hate going to church. Wow. Ooh, that's like you. I no, I, I like going to church no, or I want to go to church. I want to be a better person. Uh-huh. But just, every time I take you to church, what do you do? I, I, you I pray whine, to God. No, you whine and complain the whole way home about how you didn't like what the speaker had to say. You disagree with <laughs> I, this. That's that's us talk. You're not supposed to share that on the air. I'm just saying. That makes me look like a bad person. Well, it's what you do. <laughs> I need to go to church more. Yeah, you do. Maybe that'll help me with my belly fat. (laughs) Uh, Darla, we got a girl getting in on this. Darla Young says, uh, I would sacrifice tacos to get rid of my belly fat. No way, Jose. Are you kidding me? Not worth it. Tacos? Don't do it. Wanda, another lady, Wanda Brown, says she'd give up steak to get rid of the belly fat. No Mm. way. You have to give these things up for your entire life. Think about that. You never have a taco again? Yeah, no. I would steak. rather have all the jelly belly fat in the world. Roos Chris steak? Oh, You're going to give that up forever? I can taste it now. Tom Quiroz says, uh, hey, we're talking food here. I'll give up salad to get oh, rid of my belly fat. Another big sacrifice from Tom that's there. It's really tough. Randy Young says he'll give up his wife to get rid of oh, his belly fat. Oh, that's not good, Tom. <laughs> it's Randy. Oh, Randy. Tom was the salad Tom, guy. Okay. And then Jeff Rado says, uh, anything but beer, not my beer. <laughs> and that's probably how he got the beer belly. Right, right. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Huh? Jeff, yeah. think about it, buddy. Yep. <laughs> Time for some showbiz buzz with Rick and Carly in the morning. Taylor Swift is expected to make a return to NFL Sunday. So she is going to be in the house. Well, she's expected to be in the house when Travis Kelsey and the Kansas City Chiefs take on the New York Jets at MetLife Stadium. Very convenient for her because she owns a place in New York City. Do we know for sure are they dating or have they not come out? They're just kind of having fun with this, right? They are definitely having fun. They want to keep us all guessing? Yeah. I mean, I will say this. Travis talked about her on this most recent episode of his podcast and he said it was pretty ballsy for her to show up to last week's game. <laughs> uh huh. He said that everyone in the suite had nothing but great things to say about oh her. Gosh, of course he says that. She looked amazing. He threw out there. She always looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And he says everybody was talking about her in a great light. And on top of that, you know, the day went perfect for Chiefs fans. We scripted all, ladies and gentlemen. It was just impressive. It's because he had a big game. Yeah. <laughs> and they won. She's like, Taylor, come on back. And he's got the girl. Yeah, exactly. He's got it all, doesn't he? Yes, he does. 
Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom are being accused of trying to evict a dying army veteran from his home in Montecito, California. Are they together? Uh, yeah. Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom? I think so. I, I didn't even know that. I'm pretty sure, okay. unless I'm like losing my it mind. It seems weird that they would own the same place together and not be together, right? Yeah, exactly. So w- what are the details on this? So his name's Carl Westcott. He's 83 years old. He served in the 101st Airborne. He now suffers from a deadly brain disorder called Huntington's disease, and he'd like to live out the rest of his life at this house. So in 2020, he signed a deal to sell it to Katie in Orlando, but he says he was on painkillers for back surgery and he wasn't mentally sound enough to consent to the contract. And ah, uh, yeah. I don't know about that. You don't know about that? You well, feel like I, that's an excuse? I do, yeah. Possibly. But, okay, continue. Katie's scheduled to appear in court on Friday and... So he, he's wanting the house back then? He wants to own it outright? Yes. he's not. He doesn't want to sell it to Katie in Orlando. He wants to live out his mm. dying days in the house. Now, Katie, keep in mind, no stranger to bad publicity. About 10 years ago, she went to court to evict some nuns from a property she bought. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, I, so every you know, decade, she's got a new one, huh? Yeah. I'm like, She's mm, like, how can I top the nuns? That makes me I'm going to go for a... A, a dying a, army a, veteran. A, yes. Not a good look. She's going to do a bunch of babies next. Yeah, exactly. A bunch of orphans kick yeah. them out of their house. Right. Huh? Exactly. NBC has announced a deal or no deal spinoff. This is going to premiere next year. It's called Deal or No Deal Island. And in a teaser video, Howie Mandel passes the briefcase to new host Joe Magnelio. So this is Sofia Vergara's ex. Oh, okay. 13 contestants will compete in an island. Sounds like it's kind of a mix of the original game and Survivor, which could be fun. Do they still have the hot girls with the briefcases? That's my question. I don't think so. Dang it. I'm not sure about it. So who wants to watch now, (laughs) right? You got to admit that was part of it. Of course it was was part of it. Yeah. Anyway, a premiere date has not been announced, but something to look forward to in 2024. Worst church singer ever. Oh. Every morning I get up and I I brush through the internet real quick to Mm -hmm. see if there's anything interesting we can talk about on the show. Yeah. So this isn't new. Uh, it's from 2005. Oh, but okay. I thought it was out there. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to share. This cool. guy is in church. Yeah. He starts off bragging about how singing this song has made him famous. Uh, then he talks about how he competed against another really famous singer or something yeah. like that. And he just wore that other guy out. Huh? Wore him out. And then... Uh, the singing. So wait till you hear the singing. Well, this next and final song is going to be one that has made me pretty famous over the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, it has took me a lot of places I didn't think I would be at. Um, but it was the first time on stage, New Year's Eve 2002, uh, with one of the best quartets out there today, Brian Free and Assurance. And I was mm-hmm. pl- uh, privileged to be able to sing this one with Brian Free. And... Uh, I don't know if I beat him that night or not, but ever since uh, then, we've had competitions. I've worn him out. Um, not to <laughs> make me look good or anything, but no, that's of course not. I know. But uh, this is one that also uh, my friends at my hometown church, Gospel Light Baptist Church in Salisbury, North Carolina, right. yes. has uh, really made uh, their top choice. So therefore, we're going to finish off with this one. It's called Looking for a City. Here we go. And you gotta hang with it for a okay. while. 
So right here, the piano's off a little. He's looking at the piano. He's like, what's going on? Looking for a city built above. Looking for a city. Yeah. Where I'll never die. Oh, it gets way worse. Hang on. Really? Saint Amelia. Yeah, yeah. Never say goodbye. Come on. There we'll meet our Savior. Come on. And our love was true. Come, our Holy Spirit. Yes. For our homes renewed. Next chorus. Looking yes. for a city. Uh, you'd swear that he was trying to be really bad, but you can no. tell by watching the video, he is trying his hardest. This is really good. He does. Could you imagine uh, Simon Cowell watching this guy? He would just destroy him. (laughs) Does it show the reaction from the crowd? No, it does not. And shockingly enough, the crowd actually applauses at the end, which I think, you know, people are nice, and so they're going to do that kind of thing. Wow. I thought Carly and I were bad singers. That's really rough. This is next level stuff. I think we just lost all of our listeners. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Turn it off. He said, she said, with Rick and Carly in the morning. Here we go, here we go. Sean Peabody, our producer extraordinaire, is ready to set fire to the radio station here with He Said, She Said. I am very anxious to see what your guys' answer is going to be for this one. It always makes me nervous. I'm like, what are you going to throw at us, Sean? This one is like, this This. This one, this is a good one. If uh, one of you mm-hmm. uh, is a snorer, oh gosh, mm-hmm. what's the best way to handle that? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. How much time do we have? Boy, I'm still trying to figure this out because Rick is the <laughs> snorer in our relationship. I am. Yeah. It drives me crazy. However, I don't want to kick him out and I don't want to leave the bed because I feel like that's not good for the relationship. So what do you do? Do you just... Right She's, now. Let me tell you what she has done. <laughs> she is... Well, there have been moments where she wanted to just suffocate me with a pillow. <laughs> I, maybe there, I wanted to, but I certainly didn't. Know. Have you not done that? I felt like no. you did that one time. I usually will wake you up. Oh yeah, say, that's hey. the thing too. It's so I can't sleep at night because she'll tell me to roll over because yeah. she thinks I won't snore if I go to the other side and and then I'm awake thinking I don't want to snore, I don't want to keep her up and mm-hmm. so it's it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Or she'll she'll have me go to the doctor, and then they do these tests on me. They want me to wear the Darth Vader mask. That's I don't want to do any of that stuff. Do, whether I don't want to do, do that. I want to live that way. That sleep apnea mask. Yes. Put on. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have sleep apnea? Probably. I don't. I, yeah. I don't care. I I don't want to live like. I'd rather die. I don't want to live with the snoring, Rick. <laughs> do you have any idea what it's like to sleep next to someone who snores the way you do? So like, what what is your tactic when you when he's going? Yeah. Do you do you just yeah. bump him? Do you move him? She'll so, kick me sometimes. I've, I've tried hard. that, but it's not effective because he'll say like, "Oh, oh, I'm I'm okay. I'm not going to snore." No, it's because and then, bam, he's snoring again. Because I'm worried about you. I'm trying to do what's right Are for you? you. Yes, I keep myself awake until Rick, you fall asleep, but I never know when you're you not fall listening, asleep. Though I will tell you to stop snoring. You will say okay, and then probably eighty percent of the time you're snoring. By the end of the sentence. 
I know most people I snore whether they're that. like on their back or their stomach. Do, or do you have? Uh, it's all it different directions yeah. for me. I, yeah, I know. The left I've, side, the right side, the back, everything. I've tried to figure out triggers, what's causing this. Yeah. I haven't come to a conclusion. Really, I've just learned to put a pillow over my head and I smash it against my she ear. Does. She has like nine pillows over her head. She she buries herself in an yeah. igloo. Yeah. Nine and pillows then, over when she puts nine <laughs> pillows over her head, that's better than just one pillow going over your head. Yeah. So you gotta, exactly. At least I'm going to live, huh? Yeah, at yeah. least you're living. He said, she said. Got a woman facing charges after she stole a young alligator for a photo shoot and kept it in the bathtub of her hotel. What? Mm-hmm. She took it home with her? Well, she took it to her hotel. So Aww. the woman's name's Madison, and she used to work at a place called Croc Encounters. She doesn't work there anymore, but she still had some keys. So she snuck inside. <laughs> she told officials she was just borrowing the alligator for a photo shoot that she was doing for her birthday. I'm wondering if she developed some kind of emotional connection with this alligator when she was working yeah, there. Maybe. The owner of Croc Encounters says she did not have permission to take the alligator. No. They're not going to press charges for theft or trespassing. Still, can't just have an alligator in a bathtub. So, no. Madison was issued a notice to appear in court for possession of the animal. <laughs> what are you going to do with an alligator when it grows up? To people do this kind of stuff they do. with snakes or mm-hmm. it's all sorts of pests. They grow up. They're like, ah, I think uh, I'm going to just get rid of it now. Throw it in the river. Yeah, the good pair of underwear is mm. priceless. Well, I don't know if it's priceless. But. <laughs> you can't put a price on it, huh? I a do good like, pair of underwear. I do like a good pair of underwear. For me, I uh, love it when they're seamless and silky and they don't rub against your skin. So it's the comfort factor. That's the big deal for you then, For right? me, it's the comfort factor. Yeah. We have got the most expensive pair of underwear ever sold. <laughs> Uh-huh. They're $5,600. Wow. They're being put out by the fashion brand Moo Moo. Ooh. Do you want to see them? Yeah, here? give us a okay. peek real quick. So they, they're they sequined. They come in two colors, gold and pink. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling up the photo here. And they're made of silk, wool. They're very sequined. Here we go. <laughs> Throw it up there for Woo! us. Wow. Fancy. I mean, those are those, the gold ones. Those aren't even that sexy. Those are women's underwear then, right? Yeah. I mean, those are made to be seen, I think. <laughs> if you're going to buy a you got to wear them on the outside of your pants. If you're going to buy underwear for $5,600, yeah. you better make sure that people see them. Well, you can't. Not everybody can see I them. I would wear them as pants. That's I not appropriate. Shorts. No, you can't wear that. That's In the not, summertime. I don't even like the style of those. You don't? How are they charging $5,000 for that pair $5, of underwear? $5,600 wow. and... They're almost sold out in both the gold and the pink <laughs> they version. Are. Yeah. People are buying them? Yeah, so if you want them, oh. you better grab them before they're gone. Do, will they take like uh, payments or? Uh, I'm sure they will. <laughs> $5,000 pair of underwear is ridiculous. Yes, sure is. A guy named Todd Beavers went out for a jog around his neighborhood when he spotted a big pile of trash by a vacant home. So he decided to poke through the trash and see if there was any. Like a good. dead body in there or something? No, just something good to take home. You know, see if you could find some treasures. Okay. Well, it just so happened that a 54-year-old guy named Curtis Miller was also digging through the trash. Todd wound up taking a utility cart from the pile. Uh-huh. And uh, Curtis was very upset because he felt that since he'd gotten to the pile first, 
Mm. He had a claim on the best trash. So are these homeless people then that are going no. through the trash? These mm. are just normal guys? Yep. So he followed Todd home, grabbed a samurai sword out of his car, swung it at Todd as he tried to take the cart. <laughs> Gosh. And uh, he ended up being arrested for attempted murder. Quick question, Carly. Yeah. Number one thing that inspires people to lose weight, what would you think that is? Uh, your partner. You want to impress your partner? No. No, it's not that. Nobody cares about it. We've already roped them in, so. Okay, so that doesn't matter anymore. Uh, your job? I don't know. Your job? Why would weight have anything to do with your job? I mean, I guess it depends on your job, but I'm thinking like if you're a salesperson. You want to look more presentable. You yeah, want you to... feel like that's going to get you more sales. Okay. I don't know. It's not your job. It's not no. your job. I'll give you one more guess. Your <laughs> friends losing weight? So then you want to lose weight? No, no. You are getting closer. It's their high school reunion. It's the okay. number one thing that inspires people to lose weight. People want to look good at their high school reunion. I don't know like what the whole psychology is behind this, but have you noticed like those four years have mm. such an impact on people for the rest of their lives? You still want to impress them even like 50 years later. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And it's like, well, that was just four little awkward years of your life. I didn't even but, like high school. Yeah. I haven't been to a high school reunion. I was at your high school reunion. I feel like you are, not to like put you in a box, I just feel like you're that guy that was like too cool for school. No, I was not. And now you're still that guy. No way. Then why don't you go to your high school I was a normal guy. What are you talking about? You always tell me stories about how you got the hot chicks. No, I don't tell you stories about that. Yeah, you do. I was about as normal as they came, and I'm still normal. Mm Mm-hmm. But I got you. I got the hot chick in the end, right? I was the geek. <laughs> you were? Oh, yeah. Big time. Uh, you bloomed late, I guess. I, huh? I was a bit of a late bloomer, yeah. So the number one thing that inspires people to lose weight is your high school reunion. Interesting mm-hmm. stuff. We got another one of those coming up? Yeah. I think my 25th is next year. <laughs> they do. I thought it was just every 10 years. They do them well, every five now? We want to get together. Oh, my gosh. Class of 99. Got to drop some pounds again, huh? <laughs> I guess so.